Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to this episode of Maximum Speed. My name is Max. I am your host. We got a lot to talk about and all the time in the world to do it. We begin this week of Maximum Speed covering Monster Jam at Arlington, Texas's own 18T Stadium. Nicknamed Jerry's World, the host stadium of the Dallas Cowboys, and it was the host site for Stadium Tour, uh, the Stadium Championship Series of Monster Jam season finale. There were a total of two shows. We began first with Saturday evening and then had a Sunday afternoon show. So, for Saturday evening, it began with racing, and your victor there, he was in third place. He needed to get a lot of points if he wanted to even be a contender for the title. Well, Monster Energy and Todd LaDuke would get the first 12 points of the night, winning racing over Corey Rummel and Rage. Now, here's the thing with Corey Rummel and Rage. He's the guy who can either have one great show or one horrible show. It's never consistent when it comes to Corey, and I think he would agree with that too. We go to the skills challenge. Your winner there would be Megalodon with an 8.573, getting 12 points for him. Then we had Freestyle and Toddler Duke Monster Energy would get the win there with a 9.748. At the end of all this, however, Max D. Fire, Tom Mentz would be the overall event winner with 29 points. He came in there fourth. He was unable to uh, mathematically, I believe, win the championship. Uh, at least likely, you know, uh, he still had a chance, but I believe like Ryan or Adam Anderson would have had to have a horrible night. This was a bit of a different lineup. We had Lindsey Reed driving the all-new purple Monster Mutt and Monster Mutt Dalmatian Galaxy. Wildside and Zach Garner would replace Black Pearl and Cole Venard. And the impact of Zach Garner and Wildside was felt Sunday when he defeated Adam Anderson Megalodon in the first round. That essentially screwed Adam from getting a championship and helped boost Ryan Anderson in the point standings. So, he would not be able to get the victory. It would be Ryan Anderson and Bakugan Dragonoid defeating Monster Energy and Dabla Duke in the final round of racing. So, Bakugan Dragonoid gets... 12 more points to increase his lead. By the Great Clip Skills Challenge with a second place finish, Bakugan Dragonoid had officially clinched the title. There were only 12 remaining points after this, and he had over 12 points in the lead of both Todd Duke and Adam Anderson. So, even though the Great Clip Skills Challenge went to Max D. Fire and Tom Mentz, at this point, you realized the championship would be going to Ryan Anderson, Bakugan, Dragonoid, and hey, there was still one more competition. It was freestyle. And uh, Ryan was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out. I'm going to lay everything out. I'm going to get a freestyle win, and that's exactly what he did with a 9.569. So, he finishes 35 out of a possible 36 points, secures the overall event championship, and the Season Points Championship with 424 points. This is 20 over Top Duke and Monster Energy's 404. 
and a total of 22 over Adam Anderson in Megalodon. Impressive season so far for Ryan Anderson. We'll just go down the list, not points, but results. Tom Mentz finished fourth in Max D. Fire. Bryce Kenny finished fifth. Eclipse Mohawk Warrior, Barman Sauer, sixth in Zombie. Avenger and Jim Kohler finished in seventh, while his teammate in Rage, Corey Rummel, would finish eighth. Kovanar didn't even compete in the final show. He still finished above his teammate of Jamie Gardner in Overboard at ninth, as Jamie was in tenth. Lindsey Reed drove two different trucks and still finished in eleventh, and Kristen Anderson and Gravedigger would finish dead last. Now, here's the thing I hear a lot of people. Uh, sometimes talking crap about her, because, well, she's an Anderson. If you don't know how uh, it works in the Monster Jam game, the Andersons are royalty, and, uh, Kristen is the daughter of Dennis Anderson, driving her dad's truck that he made famous of Gravedigger. So, she, oh, she finishes in last place, but we gotta remember, she is an arena driver, not a stadium driver. I was not shocked to see her finished in last place. Same with Lindsay Reed. There, even though Lindsay won the Freestyle uh, World Finals Championship, she came from arenas. So, f I, I give them some slack there. Now, I know you're like, well, I wanted to come to this podcast for NASCAR. And we got a whole lot of NASCAR to talk about. Bristol Motor Speedway. Was it a dirt race? And it was interesting to say the least. Uh, the weather was very uncooperative. Both races were actually delayed to Monday, March 29th. We had the truck race with the 150 lap Pinties uh, truck race on dirt at Bristol Motor Speedway. Your winner would be Martin Tricks Jr., the number 51 Kyle Bush truck. You know, that's the one he usually drives, but he let his JGR teammate, uh, Martin Tricks, get to drive the truck. So. Good on you, Kyle. Anyway, Martin led 105 laps, won stages one and two, and was absolutely dominant. There were a total of six cup drivers, including Martin Truex, in this race. We had Trace, Chase Briscoe all the way in fifth place with a finish there. Bubba Wallace finished in 11th. Kevin Harvick finished, finished in 15th. Daniel Suarez finished in 17th. Kyle Larson was someone who many people were expecting to get a victory. He would... Just have to shorten the stick both races and uh, finished 35th after being in a crash. 12 costumes for 56 total laps. That was kind of an issue. 11 lead changes. All those cup drivers, by the way, ineligible for the championship. And this was also Martin Truex's first truck series win. He's now the 36th driver to win a cup, truck, and Xfinity race in his career. Congratulations to Martin there. Well... I don't exactly know how long was in between the truck and the cup races, but I'm just going to say about an hour later, again, I'm not going to lie, I was on the road to Georgia, so I didn't get to watch the race, so I apologize there. We did have the cup series race, it was 253 laps, it was the Food City Dirt Race. The number 22 of Joey Logano would get the victory. Stage 1 went to Martin Truex Jr. in his... Cup car, number 19, and uh, he also managed to lead 126 laps, good on him there, Joey would win stage 2, and technically stage 3 as he won the race. Here was the guy who many people were talking about after the race, Daniel Suarez, he finished 4th 
overall finished top five in stages one and stages two. Led the third most amount of laps with 58 laps led. Good on you, Daniel. You showed that you are a cup driver. Now, I know he's a cup driver, but he won the Xfinity Series, what was it, back in 2017, and then immediately got the number 19 ride of Carl Edwards. A lot of shoes to fill there. He did not have the best luck. He was basically shuffled around. Uh, JGR, Joe Gibbs Racing, then uh, for a few seasons with, was I believe actually with Stuart Haas Racing for one. I could be wrong there. Then he managed to go to a Toyota uh, Gaunt Brothers Racing, not even a Charter Trucks, Cups car, excuse me. And then he would go to Trackhouse Racing, a brand new operation in the number 99. Lots of cool paint schemes. The question was this. Brand new start. What's he going to do with it? He has been impressive this year as uh, one of the new tr cup cars. There have been a few uh, new teams. And I'd honestly say, saying it right now, James Wars has been the most impressive with his new team. The IndyCar season begins the 18th of April. But before then, we have... An IndyCar test at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with a total of 32 cars there. It's Thursday, April 9th. Excuse me, April 8th. Friday, April 9th. Dates are difficult. I apologize. It will be live streamed on Peacock Premium. And uh, no fans are allowed. This is not normal. Usually fans are allowed to be there. And we had March Madness in the same city. So I, I saw a lot of people... Being like, what gives? We could have March Madness inside, but we can't have a, a two and a half mile racetrack with uh, even some fans. So I really don't know. I'm not the one who makes decisions. Uh, they said they were doing it just to get stuff still set up for uh, the month of May. So I don't know. Just hope uh, we can have fans once again. And I can guarantee you this. I will be at this year's Indy 500. A driver who will be at this year's Indy 500 is Santino Ferrucci. He was announced to be the third Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan driver. Again, uh, if you had been paying attention to IndyCar news, you had heard rumors, or technically we knew there was going to be a third seat available for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan. And uh, so, who would they get? The guy that was expected, Santino Ferrucci. This man, by the way, finished fourth place. And last year's Indy 500. What about his two teammates? His second teammate is Graham Rahal, who finished third. And his first teammate would be the guy who finished in first. Takuma Sato. Three of the top five finishers from last year's Indy 500 are all going to be on one team. He could be a dark horse to win. He really could. We saw that last year. And he is with the... I, I hate, I'm going to say it, with better equipment than he had during his uh, previous tenure with the Indy 500, he is going to be someone to watch out for. We also had James Davison announce he won't be driving in the Indy 500, electing to instead focus on his NASCAR Cup Series with both Coda and the Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte all around the month of May. This brings the question up, well, who is going to be driving uh, what I believe is the number 52 car? 
because Pietro Fittipaldi has the number 51, among Grosjean car, and Ed Jones, part of the Dale Coin, Rick Rare Racing uh, collab there in the number 18. So, third seat's available. Many people were saying it was either going to be James Davison or Cody Ware. He is tested uh, at Texas earlier this week. He will be at the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway test Thursday and Friday. And, uh, hey, his father owns the team of Rick Ware Racing, so I believe it'll be Cody Ware in that seat. Here are the upcoming races, and we'll talk about all of them next week for NASCAR. They're going to be in the paperclip of Martinsville Speedway. The Xfinity race, the Xfinity series returns Friday, April 9th at 8 p.m. on FS1 and MRN. This is the first Dash for Cash race. It is a series where there are a total of four drivers chosen. They will be basically competing against each other, not only to win the race, but to finish ahead of each other. So, say, uh, here are the four drivers. Justin Allgaier, Harrison Burton, Noah Gregson, A.J. Allmendinger. Say A.J. Allmendinger finishes in third place, Justin in fifth, Harrison in fourth, Noah in seventh. In this case, A.J., even though he did not win the race, is the highest finisher of those four, meaning he would get the Dash for Cash bonus. The Xfinity Series is always very exciting. By the way, the Cup Series, Saturday night under the lights, April 10th, 7.30 p.m. on FS1 and MRN. Interestingly enough, uh, they didn't weren't able to get the Fox coverage. Uh, they went on FS1. Well... We got Supercross Round 13 at beautiful Atlanta Motor Speedway. Saturday, April 10th, first time they've ever been at Atlanta Motor Speedway. It'll be at 3 p.m. on Main Channel NBC and Peacock Premium. For some reason, it's on Main Channel NBC. Even the championship isn't on Main Channel NBC. So, it's a bit of a confusing week when it comes to uh, Supercross and stuff. But, hey, it's going to be exciting. And then Monster Jam, they're going to be... No longer doing stadium shows for a couple of weeks at least. They will be doing some arenas. It is going to be Columbia, South Carolina, the Colonial Life Arena. Five shows, one on Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday shows. Here's the lineup. Bad Company and John Gordon. FDI Torque with Jack Brown. Gravedigger, Tyler Meninga. Megalodon, Adam Anderson. Slinger and Scott Hartsock. And Exterminator and Aaron Basil. What do I think this lineup? John Gordon is one of the most underrated drivers when it comes to the monster truck industry. Uh, so I'm excited to see him there. Gravedigger and Tyler Meninga. He is the not only the best Gravedigger driver when it comes to arenas, he's the best arena driver overall. So if you're going to go to Columbia, you're going to see a great one with Tyler Meninga. You got Mike LeDon, Adam Anderson. He was doing very well in Salt Lake City. I'd expect him to do just as well in Columbia. It's going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of another Maximum Speed episode. My show email is MaximumVolumePodcast at gmail.com. The Twitter is at MaxGSports. You can follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Good Pods, Overcast, Radio Public, and Spotify. By the way, we will have a Maximum Volume Coming out this Wednesday, you're not going to want to miss it. Thank you. We will see you next week.